All right, we're back with another edition, brand new episode of Talking with Friends, and we are live today. We've been doing it virtually the past two two weeks. That was a lot of fun, different, a little bit different environment, but that was still fun. Last week we had Jordan McWilliams, but we are glad to be back live with you. I'm Sports Animation Director Levi Converse. And I'm Assistant SID Morgan Raspberry. Morgan is back live and in color with us today. Yes. Morgan, so it's good glad. to have you back. It really is. not I am super glad to be back. I mean, it was great to be back home in Texas, and I was glad that we were able to do this over Zoom, but it's nothing like, like the real deal. You know, like it felt okay, but it's like, it's just better being in person than it was over Zoom. Yeah, we have got the full experience today. We got our podcast mic back. We're doing it live. It's actually a live podcast now, yes. so we are... Excited back where we normally are. And it's a beautiful day at First University, so it's just been nice to be back live and not in two completely different states. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I am thankful for Zoom that we were able to do it virtually, but it's so good to have you back and yes. do like we're, like we're supposed to do. So, yeah, speaking of uh, yeah, the full experience, the weather, we had every bit of weather there was <sighs> this week. I think we went from fall to winter. Actually, yeah. no, last week we went from, it was 80 degrees on Thursday, so we had our summer weather. Then Friday we did our podcast. Last week it was down in the high 30s, low 40s, raining. Yeah, it was like we went straight from summer to yeah. winter. Overnight. Yeah. I was like, even back home in Texas, like, I mean, it doesn't get, like, it still gets pretty cold in Texas. Like, it really and truly does, especially where I live, but, um... At the same time, it was like we didn't experience like near as bad as here. We don't get snow at all. We don't even really get ice, but it was still like down in the 40s, like high of like 40 something, and we were like, oh, this is not good, you know. And it was misty and raining the whole entire time, and it was it was rough. At first, it was nice, like we were experiencing the beautiful weather that you guys were experiencing, and then all of a sudden, once y'all got the bad weather, we got the bad weather. <laughs> Yeah, it came, and then we had snow and ice this week. Campus is actually closed Monday and Tuesday. I know. I which I was was not minding that. It's nice to take a little breather every now and then. I missed uh, our first official snow day. Yeah. I was like, Two of them. It. Two of them. Yeah. It's like last year we didn't have any, and this year we've now already had two. I'm like, yeah. what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Two of them. We had and it's not even winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know what everybody else did while they were... Um, off for two days. I watch a little bit more westerns when I get to get to do Gunsmoke, Bonanza. Nice. I got my take on that, so that was kind of nice. Kind of took me back to when, and I'm not even saying I like this, but it kind of took me back when we were quarantined for two months. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit different, I, but I didn't mind it for a couple of days. But after that, I was ready to get back. It yeah. Was, I want no more two month lockdowns. We don't want that. Yeah, no not, more not two like month that. lockdowns. It's nice to take a breather every now and then, but that was. It's good to be back and to be back on campus. Good to have sports starting back again. We had basketball. On Sunday, men's basketball, we have Monday night, we have our women's basketball home opener. Um, they will be at, actually Monday night at 6 o'clock inside the Garvey Center against Central Christian College. Mm -hmm. So they will be playing on Monday. They actually open their season tomorrow mm -hmm. at Southwestern Christian at 2 o'clock. And men's soccer will be at Oklahoma Wesleyan, a very, very big match. Oklahoma Wesleyan yes. is undefeated right now in the KCAC. Our men's soccer Falcons lost their first two, but have won four straight since. They were really clicking on all cylinders. Juan Zamora is a now a three-time KCAC Player of the Week. You have to nod again this week in the conference. So they are really playing at a high level. Head coach Joe Dinsheka was on our Falcon Coaches Corner yesterday. Had a lot of good stuff to say on that and their preparations for 
tomorrow night in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's always going to be a good game because weren't they the playoff game that we needed last year? Yes, we beat them twice last year, actually. And they actually, we faced them in the KCAC championship game last year and beat them 3 2. We beat them here, won the nothing in a snowy field that day. It was really, really cold. We moved the game up to noon. I do remember that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was really cold up there in the press box, and it was was a good match. We won that with 1 0. I was glad to be inside the Davis building at that time. Yeah, <laughs> I was you looking hadn't joined, out, you hadn't and I was like, oh yet. my gosh. Out. Yeah, you hadn't joined this yet. You oh, hadn't joined I was like, me. They're actually playing outside? I was telling my boss, and she was like, what? Why yeah, we, we was playing outside. It was, we were, it was really cold up here, too. Ugh. We got through it. You didn't get the full experience when you wasn't with I'm me. G- yet, I'm glad I wasn't. <laughs> you, you, whatever experience there is to get this, you're going to get, though, now. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to get it. You might get it. Who knows what's going to happen? It's unpredictable. But, yeah. So, men's basketball is in action tonight on the road at Hastings, 7 p.m. start. They didn't play Concordia tomorrow at 2 o'clock. That game is also in Hastings. So, a lot of sports going on right now. We do have some updates mainly. I do know for sure volleyball has some updates. Mm-hmm. Um, we officially have regained, and hopefully this stays true, and we can all stay healthy, and it'll still happen. Our senior night actually got rescheduled for November 7th. So next week, we will be back here at home against Avila. Yes, yes Avila. 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock. And so if you can get tickets, come out, support to support the volleyball team, whole nine yards, especially on senior night. Big, huge night for us. Um, and I know that we've got a couple other uh, games uh, scheduled for this Thursday fall. night, November the 5th. Volleyball is actually back at home November the 5th. This Thursday night against Tabor College at 7 o'clock. Yes. Inside the Garvey Center. And then, as you mentioned, senior night, a big one coming up. Really, really happy that got rescheduled because I did not Tra- want to lose to out. Us, that. too. We were very excited whenever we found that out because it was going to be kind of devastating. It was already devastating because we already have family coming down and from all over. And so it's nice that we're able to reschedule that and still honor us as seniors and still mm-hmm. have our night to be proud to be a Falcon once again, you know. Yeah, that's going to be great. It's going to be great to see volleyball back in action. Um, so Thursday, November the 5th, volleyball is back here. Tickets will be, on again, exclusively online, or you can download our super fan U app, Friends Falcons. We want to see here for that. We already talked about women's basketball. Monday night, same thing, 6 o'clock, Central Christian College. And volleyball actually will play... The next week as well, they have three mm-hmm. home nights. We released it officially last night um, on our website and social media. In case you missed it, though, um, they will also be in action November the 10th in a triangle yes. match with St. Mary and York College. Yes. We will face St. Mary at 3 p.m. and then York at 7 p.m. And York will face St. Mary then at 5. Yeah. So that will also be on the, the Honestly, top of the next we're, week. Honestly, we're really glad that that's actually a home game as well because yeah. – if you know where St. Mary's is and you know where York is, it's a far, far drive. Yeah. And we don't like going that far. And we don't like, especially not St. Mary's gym. We don't really like St. Mary's gym at all. It's kind of like a dome, you know. So we just don't like personally playing in it. We like St. Mary's, but it's just, yeah, we're really glad that we're getting to face them at home. And same with York because they're all the way in Nebraska and we don't want to go that far. Yeah, yeah. So it worked out yeah. there. Worked out that way to where your volleyball is going to be at home on the run of the 10th for a tri-match. So three upcoming volleyball home dates. They've been off, as everybody knows, for the last two weeks. But they're back in action 
starting next Thursday at home. Three upcoming home dates is coming is right around the corner yes. coming up. So Tabor on Thursday night, and then Avila on Saturday night at 6 p.m. Senior night. Don't want to miss that mm-hmm. in the tri match the next week on Tuesday, November the 10th against St. Mary and York. So a lot coming up there. Busy week. Next Friday night, we're also going to have basketball. Both basketball teams are being home for a conference double hitter. And then starting at 6 and 8, then we're also going to have both soccer here as well. Yeah. So that is That's going to be a crazy day for us. (laughs) It is. It is. And really, it's been... For me, it's kind of a more of a normal. Even even for a normal year, that's a pretty busy week. Yeah. But for you know, it's certainly not uncommon. But for what we've dealt with this year, we've had a lot of stuff spread out. Yeah. And, and in the fall, that's gonna be that's gonna be more of a normal normal busy weekend for us at home. But we're glad to do it, and we hope everybody comes out comes out for it. But yeah, next Friday night basketball, both basketballs will be at home. They open conference season. At Bethany College on Wednesday, November the fourth, six and eight. They're home against Southwestern, November the sixth. That's six and eight. So that is their conference home opener. And as I mentioned, soccer will also be back in action. Both soccer's will be back in action, um, back at home next Friday night as well, November the sixth, five and seven thirty. Ottawa University will be here. So. No. And on that, the women's will actually play last. The men play at five o'clock. The women will play at seven thirty against Ottawa University. So a little bit, a little bit different there. That's what kind of what we started the year with the with the women playing last. Now we're going to go back to that November the sixth. And in case you missed our release, women's soccer had a home match against Bethel College postponed earlier. That was originally supposed to be held on October third. That's now set for November the eleventh at home. So the day after volleyball plays November the tenth. We're going to have soccer on the 11th here. Just one match against Bethel College starting at 6 p.m. Nice. So we've had a little bit of a little bit of a break with home games, but we've still not gone a weekend without one. And this will be our first weekend without a home game this, since we started back. But actually, we're getting back in action Monday night with women's basketball. Mm-hmm. So pretty close. Pretty close. We've honestly, had home games pretty much every weekend. Honestly, I'm just glad that we're even able to do this and that we're able to take games that were postponed and now we're able to reschedule them and everything's going to work out and I just hope and pray that it still continues to work out but I'm just glad that we're starting to kind of get back into a rhythm all over again. Yeah we are and all the sports are kind of converging. The fall sports are wrapping up and we got basketball starting up with conference play starting this week so everything is everything is going so once again go online friendsathletics.com get any tickets to our home games coming up we want to see you there. A lot going on. Halloween is tomorrow. No. Yes. Halloween. You can't see her today, but Morgan's wearing a Halloween. It is. It jump starts everything, and it just it kind of rolls on from there. And when I was in school, I kind of looked at Halloween as also the unofficial start of possible snow days. That's because true. we start having some snow days around November sometimes, and actually we've already had two yeah. before Halloween, so we didn't have yeah. to wait for Halloween this year. Yeah. But... <laughs> But I, I always look forward to that, too. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I will say my first year that I ever came here, um, so back in 2017, we actually did not have a snow day until um, after Christmas or around Christmas time, but it definitely felt like it was going to snow at some point all the time around Halloween and Thanksgiving, and 
from being like from South Texas, that was not okay with me. Now I'm used to it. But yeah, that was definitely a transition. Then my sophomore year, the first snow was literally in October and I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? But now I'm 100% used to it and you just kind of have to be ready at any point <laughs> for yep, that. Yeah, I'm ready for so it. So Halloween's like the jump starter for a lot of things if you think about it. Mm -hmm. Halloween is a great, it's well, a great holiday. And after Halloween, I know people don't like it sometimes. I'm not saying what side of the fence I'm on, but... <laughs> After Halloween, it's kind of the official start of Christmas season where you start seeing yep. Christmas stuff in the stores. Now, people don't, there's people that are dead set against this because yeah. they want Thanksgiving, they want to let, you know, turkey season come and yeah. and stuff. But I guarantee you, after Halloween, you're going to see Christmas stuff all in the stores. It's oh, just going to yeah. happen. Like I've honestly not. already seen, like, Christmas um, commercials already on the TV, and I'm like, what is going on? We haven't even gotten through Halloween, which is odd because we always at least get through Halloween. And yeah. I'm on the fence about each one. I personally love Christmas, but at the same time, I definitely respect Thanksgiving and still want that to be a respected holiday, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, Christmas! Yeah. Like, as soon as Halloween's over, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're getting into Christmas season. Yeah, you don't want to skip over Thanksgiving. But you don't want to skip over Thanksgiving at all. Me, personally, I don't put up my decorations until after Thanksgiving. Like, literally, as soon as Thanksgiving is over, the very next day, putting up Christmas decorations. But I'm also that person that, well, my great-grandma actually got us hooked on this, and it transferred into our whole entire family, that if you put up uh, Christmas decorations, you have to wait until after New Year's to take them all down. Because yeah. it's bad luck. And... I hadn't heard that. I just we don't take ours down, but then just because we don't get around to doing it. No, no. <laughs> maybe no. we maybe we saved ourselves some bad luck though, not knowing yeah. it. Maybe think, that's good knowledge. Yeah, I was. It was definitely considered bad luck for the year if you did that. And I don't know if that's just like a German thing. I don't think it is. But my great grandma, who was from Germany, and she was German, and she definitely had that tradition in her family, and so that transitioned into our family because obviously we're all family, but still, and. It's just now a tradition that I personally like to keep, too. My boyfriend hates it because he's like, why haven't you taken this stuff down yet? And I'm like, no, you have to wait until after New Year's. And he's like, okay, whatever. He gets over it. Well, that's my way after New Year's now. But that was yeah. no reason not to take it now down. Now you have a reason. reason. <laughs> but I thought it was just us just not being responsible. But, so. <laughs> well, you have your own beliefs on it, but that's personally what my family believes, and that's just a tradition that we like to follow. But... We, yeah. We may have saved ourselves a lot of bad luck there. We may have been good <laughs> that we, we didn't. And <laughs> See, there you go. You didn't even know it until See, just you learn, now. <laughs> you learn everything new on Talking With Friends. We share constantly new stuff. You, can't, you always, just can't miss it. There's always something learning new that you will always forever probably learn on this podcast. Yeah. You, you it, learn something new every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to tune in every week. You see, if you're not listening right now, you missed it. You got to leave your Christmas decorations up till after New Year's. Yes. That I never heard about. I just thought people didn't. <laughs> yeah, just wasn't responsible enough to take them down. Is what yeah. I thought we was. But well, some people it is a tradition. Others it's it's that, and then others just don't even do that. But us personally, that's what we like to do. So 
I like it. Hey, hey, I don't feel. I'm not gonna feel bad this year. You got, you got a reason to be lazy then. You I'm know, I'm not gonna feel bad <laughs> this year. I'm. I don't. Yeah, I'm not, we're not taking them down. Yeah, it's like, it kind of gives you also another reason to be a little bit lazy and not do it yeah. during the Christmas season. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. wait a little bit longer. <laughs> Maybe that was the motivation behind this bad luck. Who knows? Probably. But, I don't know. But I think we better take it serious. Not chances. <laughs> Let's not take any chances. No, nope, don't take any chances. I don't. I don't personally yeah. take chances. With what? Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah, it's yeah. the best thing. You have I to know. listen to Linus's sermon-ish. It's not really a sermon, but you know what I mean. Like you have to listen to Linus. No, like he's the Christmas feeling right there. No, you know? it's very good. No, it's it, it's very good. And and I am I'm disappointed though that it's uh, that it's not on. We that's a tradition. The Halloween, um, oh. the Great Pumpkin, and then you've got Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and you got Charlie Brown Christmas, which is big. Like you said, the yes. Linus. It's huge. It, it's big. It's not. It's streaming on Apple Stream. Apple. Yeah, it's TV. like Apple TV. I think is it's only on, but. And there's like a window where you even it's for free where you can watch it, and and not have to. It's you know, still just not the same though. You know, like, it's just not the same. It's got to be. I don't know. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up taking How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the cartoon version, off. You know, like. Oh. <sighs> or Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph, like oh my goodness, I swear, if they start taking those off, I think people are gonna have some really big concerns. The Grinch you know? is my wife's favorite one. Ugh. I like it too, but yeah, she would not know what to do if they took that off. But Charlie <laughs> Brown Christmas is mine, my favorite because, like you said, Linus's sermon is really good nice. for people to hear. I think I think it's awesome, and and I like the Thanksgiving and Halloween specials too. But the Christmas one's my favorite, and none of them's gonna be on now. They're gonna be on Apple TV, which is. Again, there's a window for for you to watch for free on it, even if you're not a subscriber. But it's still not the same as watching on network TV for me. It's not the same. Okay, so getting back to sports, let's talk about the MLB and the World Series really quick. So, officially the World Series has ended. And even though I was not extremely happy with the results, I will fully admit that. But the Dodgers did win. I respect the Dodgers in that sense, and I'm glad that they did still win. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, dang it. You know? like yeah. It's just kind of like that dang it moment. But yeah. I do respect them in the sense that they did win. They won honestly, and it was just – it was a great World Series too because Tampa Bay almost had them for a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. They had crazy. them for a little bit. That was a crazy series. I like the Dodgers. I've always liked the Dodgers really well, but I also like Tampa Bay because they're kind of an underdog, mm-hmm. small market type team that, yeah. that's come up. Won the AL East, beat the Yankees in the playoffs. Um, so I liked Tampa Bay too, and it was a really weird series. It didn't end without a typical 2020 moment, though. That's true. I mean, it had to have something. I mean, if we think anything is going to end without a crazy moment this year, it's just not going to happen. Justin <laughs> Turner, as what most people probably know, Justin Turner tested positive for COVID right in the eighth inning of the clinching game six. So that uh. brings out a myriad of questions. And then he comes back and he celebrates with the team. He took a lot of criticism for it, and, and you know what? I get that you want to celebrate with your team. I, I know it's hard not to, but that, especially winning the World Series, but that brings up so many questions for MLB. Yeah. What would they have done, too? I mean, if if the Rays had won game six, mm-hmm. if Kevin Cash doesn't take Blake Snell out the sixth inning and the Rays hold that one nothing lead, yep. there's going to be a game seven, and that would have had to have been postponed, most yeah. likely. So who knows? We may still be waiting on Game Seven if the Dodgers don't win that. Yeah. Three to one. So that brings up a lot of questions on it on what it would did. happen. Like that was that was honestly crazy. Like on just thinking about that he had it and then just came out. I get it. You wanted to celebrate with your team. I would one hundred percent understand that. 
and obviously your team's okay with it ish because I mean they were in the bench with they were on the they were in this the dugout with you they were all they've been so close with you anyways that I guess it's kind of like one of those things. Big 12 ACC and SEC's been playing really from the from day one mm-hmm. on it and uh, Oklahoma plays at Texas Tech on Saturday night. So mm-hmm. They've won two straights since they lost two straights to, to drop to one and two. Um, Ohio State plays at Penn State pretty big. Big Ten game. Ohio State's ranked yeah. third in the country. But they're playing at Penn State. They're ranked 18. Penn State's coming off a really tough loss to Indiana. Ooh. Really tough loss. On a last, an overtime last second. Somewhat controversial play. Um, Indiana quarterback goes in. And, uh, and they're going for two, and they're going for the win. He hits the pie line. Mm-hmm. And on replay, live it looked like he definitely hit the pie line before going out of bounds. On replay, the football actually, it appeared to maybe touch the out of bounds line before he hits the pie line. But you had to really go frame by frame wow. almost to know um, if, yeah, no, to know. I mean, so they all, they kept, they did not overturn it. Wow. I think that that's kind of like a hard one to not overturn it. So no, that was uh, no, that was a very interesting game. Indiana won by one point. Really, really good game there. Um, but yeah, Ohio State and Penn State college game that ESPN is going to be on. Uh, they're going to be live at Penn State. That's their game of the week. Texas played that Oklahoma State, another Big Twelve game. Ooh. Oklahoma State is actually the highest ranked Big Twelve team. They're ranked sixth in the country right now, undefeated. Yep. Um, Oklahoma's back in the rankings at 24, and Kansas State is ranked 20th. Yep. So our regional teams right here, that's kind of kind of sums up sums up there. But college football again, it's off and running. Wisconsin just now got back on the field of the Big Ten. They have to postpone their game this week with Nebraska mm-hmm. because of their quarterbacks all tested positive for COVID. Or at least two of them did, yeah. if not the whole unit. That's tough. So yeah, it's just been a tough year. It's just all around a tough year. But I'm glad that we're still able to do this and that other colleges are able to do this, especially since at first they were like, oh, no, we're not going to do it. But now that we are doing it and everything is going a little bit smoothly, but it's still kind of rocky. But that's everywhere. That's anything and everything that we're going through right now in 2020. So hopefully 2021 will be a way better year. And everybody especially in sports and everything we can all get back to our normal full normal routines and not have to worry too too much about okay we're gonna postpone a game because so and so or somebody has something you know and it's just all crazy but I'm glad that especially like the Big Ten because I want to say the Big Ten was the first people to say no the Big Ten was not going to play and then the Pac-12 followed suit like the next day yeah um, and then the more information that come that the Big 12, SEC, and ACC, all three committed to playing. Mm-hmm. And then the Big 10 jumped in this last week. was their first week playing. Yeah. And then the Pac-12 is supposed to start, I believe, November the 7th. Yeah. So that's going to be their first week. So a week after, a week after this is going to be their first week back. So. so that's awesome. I'm just glad that we're able to do this and that they're able to do this because there's so many people out there that just – so many athletes out there that this is what – they're going kind of to school for you know I mean not fully but you know what I mean like this is this is the whole reason why they're at that university that's the whole reason they're at they're where they are where they are so it just it makes me feel happy and especially as an athlete to see that even the D1 Big Ten uh, Sec 12 they're all getting to 
participate and all getting to play and just have a good time with it and actually have the full experience that they were supposed to have anyway so it just makes me feel really good yeah and there's a little to bit finally of, see them out there for sure a little bit of controversy in the big 10 <laughs> um too with the west Conference game um postponed nebraska tried to find a non-conference game to play they tried to play chattanooga well going into the year they had they had agreed that the big 10 they would only play a conference only schedule mm-hmm. no non-conference games well nebraska tried to fit in a game this week since they couldn't play wisconsin wow. and the big 10 denied it and now Nebraska has an open week, and there's been a little friction with Nebraska and the Big Ten mm-hmm. this this whole through this whole process. Nebraska was not happy. Nebraska was not happy that they were not playing to start with. They were, yeah. they were, yeah, they were threatening to file a lawsuit and and everything. A lot of friction between Nebraska and the Big Ten. If you remember, Nebraska was in the Big Twelve originally, mm-hmm. and then they moved in 2010, I believe, to the Big Ten. And ever since then, it's been a little bit of a little bit of an odd fit. For Nebraska, but yeah. uh, I mean, they, they got, still yeah. will deserve it, but at the same yeah. time, it's just kind of a little bit of an odd fit. I think a lot of Nebraska's athletics, I can't speak for them, but I think a lot of Nebraska athletics would rather be back in the Big 12, probably, yeah. but with their own regional rivalries and, and recruiting base in Texas. Yeah, um, it's not worked out real well for Nebraska sports in the Big Ten. Their football has not really ever found their footing, and it's just I know their volleyball team's actually fit. not doing bad, they're doing actually really well, but. I mean, I mainly follow volleyball. That's a good I mean, note. That's a good note, saying, though, because uh, a lot of our listeners probably won't know that. I yeah. didn't know that either. Yeah, but. they've actually been doing fairly well. I have not followed them this year that closely, but I know in past years they've actually been very dominant. Not necessarily. Uh, well, I would say dominant, but I mean, I don't think I don't remember if they've actually won a conference title, like the actual Big Ten title. I don't remember. I think they did. But I could be so wrong, so please do not quote me on that. But I do. I will say this much: Nebraska in the Big Ten for volleyball, they've actually been doing really well. Yeah, they 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 can hold their own. So keep an eye on Nebraska volleyball. If you haven't been doing that, Morgan has said they're doing pretty well. Yeah. So look, that's something that maybe you didn't know, but again, you learned something new here when you listen to us. So. <laughs> And both of those new tidbits have been provided by Morgan. So Obviously, UT is like bomb.com in volleyball right now. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, they are actually doing really, really, really well. They're doing really well right now. But, I mean, you still have all those, like, underdogs that you wouldn't expect to be doing really well. And it's kind of different. Like, it's weird to, like, go from a football team to their to a different sport, you know? Like, it's just kind of crazy and, like, funny to see how they are so different like ranking wise and like team dynamic wise you know if that makes any sense like not hating on any particular sport at all because each team is 100% different I will admit that like 100% different even like it's it's just crazy to even like think about in all honesty like one sport's doing this and the next sport's doing either really good or really bad compared to the other one and it's just it's kind of fun to watch I like to see how different sports play out. Yeah, I've I've been to a live volleyball game before though. Division one, I've been to. Uh, I went to OU play Texas uh, yes. um, a few years ago, and Ooh, it was a, a really good game. Good game. OU won it, a good game. but it was a really really good game. That year, OU volleyball was very very good. Yeah, and well, it's yeah, it's something we lived in say before we came here just a few years ago. OU is yeah. very good um, volleyball, but Texas was too. Yeah, Texas has always been a pretty predominant one in the volleyball world, and OU has been a pretty predominant one as well. Like, that I've noticed, 
those two are always like it's it's just like their football team that's a big mm-hmm. rivalry that's a big game that a lot of people like to watch because it's just a it's a fun game like you have pretty you have two teams that are fairly equally matched playing head to head and it's just yeah. so much fun to watch and to me I love to watch men's volleyball but women's volleyball it's it's a little bit more exciting because it's not like okay pass set hit or like pass set kill you know no it's okay we have these these rallies that like just keep going and keep going and keep fighting and keep fighting especially whenever you do have two teams that are pretty equally matched oh they're just so much fun to watch I enjoy watching no it no for sure for sure it is and I love of course I love watching our volleyball here yeah um a lot of fun can't wait to start watching watching them again next week (laughs) but all right you want to make some NFL picks and talk NFL let's go about the NFL really quick (laughs) you got our picks from last week I see you got that smile. You already know I think you won, don't you? I uh, think I did win. I'm pretty positive I, I did. I think you did, too. I think I you like, already I know. I could have sworn I did. I think, I think you already had a cheat sheet looking at it from last week. I do well, know that we both won with Atlanta. Yeah, you won. You won the first week we did this. I won the last two. So, really, to be fair, I guess... Uh, it's it's only keep it keep it keep it interesting keep our keep our <laughs> listeners you know listening every week to see who wins. I don't want to win every week, so I mean, oh, that's why. That's weeks. why. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, it keeps things. I gotta have a little bit of drama. I can't win every week, right? Uh, I mean, I think I beat you pretty fair as well. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, be, we gotta keep it interesting, though. No, we gotta keep them guessing on who's gonna win, right? No. Yeah. That's we gotta, true. We gotta keep them guessing. That's true. All right. So, no. first game no. was Atlanta. All right, so Atlanta. They won see. last night. Didn't they play last night? They played last night. We didn't pick last night's game, though, did we? No, no that was. Uh, it was the Panthers and Falcons. Yeah, so that, that was that was starting night. this week. Yeah, that was uh, starting this week's game. So. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. So we both Atlanta actually. I think we picked the Lions to beat Atlanta last no. week. No, no, we did, did not. Did we both pick Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why was I rooting for Atlanta then? or Detroit? Seems like we picked Detroit. We both picked Atlanta. We both picked Atlanta. All right, we Did lost it. We lost that game. Oh, there. dang it! We lost it. Lions come back. Oh, say so that game. Todd Gurley was told not to score at the end because they wanted to run out the clock and kick a game-winning field goal. Hmm. He he barely gets in. He crosses the goal line on accident. Yeah. So the Lions come down and score. Navi Stavrik throws a game-winning touchdown. As time expired, and the Lions kicked their point and win 23-22. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that game was crazy in itself. That's insane. So we both lost that one. Wow. And I was actually happy because I was thinking I picked the Lions. I, I got could have sworn that like I was watching that game, too. Like, at some point... Or like I heard about it, but I didn't see like how it ended fully, and we were in Atlanta was winning, so I was like, okay, I'm not worried about this, you know. And then, wow, that's crazy. That was fun. So we both missed that one. Oh. All right, the first game of the week, actually last week, was the Eagles and the Giants. I'm pretty sure you picked the who did you pick? You picked the Eagles. Uh, let me look. I don't think we did pick that one. Maybe we did. Okay, we didn't probably pick the Thursday night game. We did pick that was that the Thursday night game. We did not pick it. Then the first game would have been Cleveland at Cincinnati. Yes. And I picked Cleveland. Yep. And you picked Cleveland as well. Mm-hmm. Cleveland won that one. And then we had Carolina and New Orleans. And you, I picked New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And you picked Carolina. Okay, New Orleans won that one. Dang it. So I'll put that one in my column. 
I do know I lost one game big, and it, Dallas is <laughs> the roof is coming off of Dallas right now. So okay, um, I do know I won that one. You won that one, he rightfully so. Any as if things couldn't get worse, Andy Dalton took a really, really dirty hit by the Washington Redskins. He got ejected from the game. Yeah. Um, now Dallas went to their third string quarterback, and their entire offensive line is already out. Dak Prescott's out. Now the backup quarterback Andy Dalton's out. It can't get much worse. The Cowboys they no. lose twenty five to three to Washington. The Washington football team. Yep. And 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 my dad texts me. You know, we're all Cowboy fans. He texts me in the, the game. He said, "Well, now that Washington's called a football team, maybe now they win." I said, "Well, <laughs> I said that is one thing they got on Dallas right now—a football no. team." <laughs> so that's true. That's one that's thing true. that they. That's the one thing they got on us right now as a yep. football team. So, <laughs> so Washington wins that one. Um, the Sunday night game was Arizona. Arizona upset Seattle. That was my upset special, 37-34 in yep. overtime. You won that one. I picked Arizona. You picked Seattle. No. Dang. We already talked about Detroit and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Our game of the week actually was Pittsburgh and Tennessee, and it lived up to its billing. Pittsburgh got to a big lead. Tennessee come charging back. Had a chance at a game-tying field goal, but they missed. Pittsburgh hung on, stayed undefeated for a 27-24 win. I believe Wait, we both on. picked Pittsburgh on that. Hang on, here's Cincinnati's. Yeah, we both pit, pit, did Pittsburgh, so I guess we did do that one. Yeah, Cincinnati. yeah. Who won that one? Uh, <laughs> no. Cleveland played Cincinnati last week. That was it. So I I just skip over that one. That must be out. Because no, I think we both put Cleveland in that. No. Yeah, I was like, we both picked Cleveland. I don't even yeah. know. We kind of lost track now. Yeah, I ignore the Cincinnati game on that. <laughs> All right. We both got it right. We're not going back. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Let's see, Buffalo at the Jets. Buffalo wins eighteen to ten. We uh, both won that one. Yep, no surprise there. Green Bay won at Houston. <sighs> we lost that one. Yeah, I think we both lost that one because I went with your Texans. Uh, hey, and they I lost thought that thirty-five they were to twenty. I thought they had something, and I guess Green Bay is actually. Green Bay's very good. Yeah. They were coming off a 38-10 to 10 loss at Tampa Bay. Yeah. I thought that might linger for a couple weeks. It did not. Cause, and yeah. Houston had been playing really well, too, the yeah. last couple weeks. So I thought that might linger on both accounts. It did not either. So nope. Houston, Green Bay wins that. Tampa Bay and Las Vegas Raiders. Tampa Bay wins that one big, 45-20. No. You won that one. Yeah, I, I didn't win this one. Dang. I thought I did. Kansas City at Denver. Kansas City won that one big, 43-16. Yep. to 16. I think we both picked Kansas City. Mm-hmm. San Francisco at New England. No. I picked New England. You picked San Francisco. San Francisco won that one big. Hey. So you got that one. Jacksonville at the Chargers. Mm-hmm. We both picked the Chargers. Chargers won that one, 39-29. In the last game of the week, Bears and the Rams. I believe we both picked the Bears. And somewhat of an upset. So maybe that's what that is, right? I think there, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Chicago. We both picked Chicago. The Rams won that one, twenty-four to ten. Rams did. Rams did. We both missed it. So let me see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We tied. Did we tied. How on earth did we tie? Let's see here. I guess we, we missed ha- that one. Yeah. yeah. I think we did. We tied. Let's go. See, now we're really keeping you guys on your toes. Now we tied. Now, let's see here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Dang it, you did win. Got you by one. Dang it. I was wondering. I was like, there's no way. So that is, so I snuck by in a really, really close call. No, eight to seven by one. 
Buy one. So I'm back by again. We're keeping the drama because I barely won this week. All right. Eight to seven. So that's three straight for me. But hey, you won the first one, and I really. But again, I like the week before with the Cowboys playing like they are. It doesn't feel like a big victory for me because <laughs> I would still trade away that for the, the Cowboys to win. Oh my that's gosh! It. It's not working. So, but I'll, I'll take what I can get. I'll take it. But yeah, it's not no. Yeah, no. I'll take what I can get. But again, you got to, people's got to tune every week because our picks are really, really close. They're it's a battle. It's intense. So it does get intense sometimes. Yeah. Wow, this is a really, really close one. I it took it took me like three times to cut it out. So, so no, but I snuck by. I guess so. We'll, we'll take it. So you want to talk some fancy football now? No. We gotta pick our ones from this week. Yeah, you're right. We gotta do. We gotta yeah. pick again. I should know. I should know to pick again. I gotta keep my winning streak going. Mm -hmm. Fantasy. Right. I mean, I'm not too thrilled with fantasy right now. Well, I'm not either, to be honest. I've lost three straight games in both of my leagues. I've won. I won both games last week, but at the same time, I don't know. I'm just not. I don't know what's going on right now. So, first game we're gonna pick Las Vegas at Cleveland. No. Pretty good game. Got the Browns at yeah. five and two. Raiders at three and three. Browns are playing really well right now. Yeah, I honestly think I'm gonna go with Cleveland because they're at home, you know, and I just feel like they do better at home. Yeah, Browns are rolling right now after their loss to Pittsburgh. I'm going with Baker Mayfield and the Browns too at home. Okay. New England at Buffalo. New England is. A, they're yeah. a boarding on a mess right now. Buffalo at home. I'm I'm surprised at this though. To me. Buffalo is not only playing well. New England, they benched Cam Newton last week. They went to Jarrett Stidham. They really? lost 33-6 to at home to the 49ers. Buffalo is only a four-point favorite at home. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm going Buffalo. I, I, I would definitely take the points if we doing the spread. I'm going Buffalo. Yeah. I honestly think I'm going to have to agree with you, especially since, like, right now, coming off of a big loss like that. Yeah. That's kind of hard to come back on. Their quarterback you know? situation is not really stable yeah. right now. Yeah. So. I was like, Buffalo's been playing really good, so we're going to kill them both up. Yeah. Tennessee at Cincinnati? Tennessee, I think I'm going to go with Tennessee. Tennessee's playing really well. Bengals won 5-1. and one. Their offense is pretty good. And Joe Burrow's throwing for a lot of yards. It's not translating the wins right now. Tennessee narrowly lost for the first time last week to Pittsburgh mm -hmm. at home on a missing a last-second field that would have sent it to overtime. I'm going Tennessee there, too. Okay. Indianapolis at Detroit. No. Mm. This, uh, I got to feel you're going to go with the upset here. I don't know. Because, no. <laughs> I mean, really, though, there's not an upset in this game. The Colts are a three-point favorite on the road, but the Lions, uh, they they won out of Atlanta last week. I know Atlanta's just one and six, but still. Um, I don't know. That's kind of hard. I don't know. I think that Detroit does pretty well at home. You know, but I feel like I feel like the Colts always usually come and pull it out. The Colts defense is ranked, or they were ranked first in the league. Yeah. And they just kind of grind out wins. I'm gonna go with the Colts. So. Mm. Just to be different, I'm gonna go with the upset. I'm gonna go with Detroit. I had a feeling it's maybe one of yeah. your upset, but there really ain't an upset in this game though. No. I was like, somebody's got to, you know, like we keep going with the same thing, so yeah, we got to yeah. eventually go different. Yeah, we got to mix up a little bit. It won't be any, it won't be dramatic for next week. Well, I we might win because I know who you're going to pick 
later on. Yeah, yeah. So I would probably win if we did keep how going. Would you, how would you know that? Because um, we've already talked about it. Well, you never know. I might change that much. I don't think you will. You told me you would never change that. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, see? Probably right. You know I me. I pay attention. You know me. The next two games, if we don't pick the same, I'm, it's probably going to be a shocker. No. Um, Minnesota at Green Bay. Minnesota 1-5, and five, Green Bay at home. They got back on track 35-20. Give me Green Bay. Yeah. All the way. No. Yeah, and they're usually doing really well at home, so I'm yeah. going to go with Green Bay as well. But The next one's even more lopsided. you got the winless Jets coming into <laughs> Kansas City to play the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs. Chiefs 6-1. and one. Chiefs 19.5 point favorite. That is a wow. lot of points. That's a lot well, of points. Well, I mean, the Jets are winless. Come on. I, I was not picking Kansas City. Just yeah. right there, That's a lot of points. I, if you're going against the spread, I know there's going to be some people that will probably take the Jets, but I don't think. I think I, Kansas City wins that. I think they win it big. The Jets just don't have anything right now. You know, like yeah. they keep switching everything up, and I don't know. I feel like they're just not in a really great place right now. Yeah. They need to get back on track. All right. Both got Kansas City in that one, obviously. Yeah. Um, Rams at Miami. A little bit of an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Rams that won last week. They look convincingly doing it. Mm-hmm. Their defense is legit. Led by Aaron Donald up front and Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. They're facing Tua Tagovailoa in his first start. The rookie from Alabama. I'm going to have to go with the Rams. They're only a three and a half point favorite. Tua making his first start, though I can't imagine. Can't imagine it's not going to take at least one or two games for him to really get, yeah. um, really get locked in. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Their defense, I think, is going to make it pretty tough on Tua. I'm going to give to you're wanting to go to Miami, aren't you? Want to go Miami, aren't you? I'm going with Miami. I like Miami. I think that they're a pretty solid team. I mean, they don't have well, they're solid-ish. You know, like. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a, a close game. You know, I don't think it's really going to be a huge upset or anything. Damn, Tua Tagovailoa making his first start. Reggie from Alabama. Morgan's giving him all the confidence in the world. I think I, I think Tua's going to be a very good quarterback. I really do. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback. Um, watching the rookie quarterback so far this year, Justin Herbert with the Chargers has been outstanding for them. And Joe Burrow for Cincinnati has also been really good. So mm-hmm. the other two rookie quarterbacks has played this year. No. Have played really well, so I think Tua. He seems to be healthy. Remember, he had that bad hip injury at Alabama yeah. that some thought might affect his draft stock. Yeah, he still went high in the first round. I like Tua a lot. I just think against the Rams defense this week with Aaron Donald breathing down your neck and that pass rush and the secondary is really good. And I think Tua's on a rough outing, but hey, Tua Morgan's going with you. She has confidence that you're going to get a win in your first start. So, That's going to be great. We'll see. I believe in you. We'll see. All right. Chargers at Denver. Both teams two and four. Chargers offense is really clicking right now. They won last week. Justin Herbert actually got his first win last week. From what I've seen of the Chargers, now Denver did win at New England week before last. They lost last week at home to Kansas City. No shame in that. I think I'm going to go with the Chargers, though, still. Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers, too. Yeah, I think their offense is just too good. Yeah. From what I've seen, the both think the Chargers are just a better team. 
Next is New Orleans at Chicago. No. Mm. The Saints appear to be rounding in the form. They're now 4-2. and two. They got off to a slow start. Now they're getting Michael Thomas. Supposedly Michael Thomas is coming back this week. Mm. We've heard that before. Yeah. And then we find out Sunday at 3 o'clock that he's out. Yep. Which affects my fantasy teams. <laughs> So, if you want to know what my fantasy team has lost three in a row in our league, that's one. There's other reason. That's one big reason right there. But Michael Thomas is back this week. So, the Saints, I think the Bears are coming off a tough loss. The Bears struggle offensively. Their defense is very sound. Yeah. But with Michael Thomas back, I think the Saints are just a little bit too much for the Bears to outscore. See, and I would honestly agree with that. Like, I mean, I think that the Saints are just a force to be reckoned with right now. I yeah. think that they're going to start coming back and really – Causing something. Yeah, know, so they're I'm rounding in the form. As well. And they're getting healthy now. Alvin Kamara has been one of the best running backs in the league all year long. Yeah. Um, the Saints, they found their stride. I think, I think they win at Chicago. Mm-hmm. San Francisco at Seattle. Seattle, 5 and 1. They lost their first game of the year, Sunday night at Arizona in overtime. A really, really good football game, too. Mm. Really good. Um, Arizona missed a game-winning field goal in overtime earlier. Mm-hmm. Then they got the interception, come back. Rookie Isaiah Simmons got the interception. They come back and won 37-34. Um, Seattle only a three-point favorite at home. Again, very surprising lines here. I think people are starting to believe in the 49ers again. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, they've, been, they've had Jimmy Garoppolo back for a couple weeks now. He looked better last week than he has all year. George Kittle's been back now for a few weeks. He's back now. Um, Raheem Mostert, running back, still out on IR. San Francisco, I think, is going to get better as the year goes on. But I'm not going to pick Seattle to lose two games in a row yeah. at home. I've got to go Seattle. I think it's a close game. i got to go Seattle. I think I'm going to go with San Francisco just because, I don't know, I think that they're clicking, you know. They're starting to find their stride. I think they're getting better as, as each week goes on. They yeah. look, People wrote them off early in the year. I think they're getting better. I would have come more near picking San Francisco, I think, if Seattle was undefeated. Yeah. Because sometimes that uh, that first loss is going to happen at some point during the year. Yeah. Unless you're the 72 Dolphins. Uh, yeah. Which Mercury Morris reminds everybody every time that the last team loses the game and know there will be no undefeated teams. He reminds everybody on that. So now I guess Pittsburgh is the one that he's waiting on the, to lose. Yep. But, um... I, I can't see Seattle losing two games in a row. That's right. really where it's at. I think that division though is solid. My goodness, you got the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Rams. Any one of those four teams are playoff caliber teams. All yeah. four of those teams are. So, i got to go Seattle. Though. I don't think they're going to lose two in a row, but it's going to be a really good game. Really good game. All right, then the Monday night football game, Tampa Bay at the Giants. Mm. Tampa Bay is, they, they to me, Tampa Bay right now, if I had to pick, they look like the best team in the NFC. They won big over Green Bay, 38 to 10. They just destroyed the Raiders, who were playing well going in, 45 to 20. The defense for Tampa Bay has been the best in the league for a while now. Yeah. Tom Brady has got a rhythm now with his receivers. Mike Evans, Chris Goldman is out this week though. But Mike Evans, they have a lot of. They have two really good running backs now: Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. That they bet they use both as a committee. Tampa Bay, I, the Giants are one and six. They're playing out the string already. Tampa Bay I think wins this. I think Tampa Bay wins it big. Yeah, I was like, I'd have to agree, considering that like they they one have a better track record and I don't know. I just feel like yeah, even though I'm not a huge Brady Bunch fan, uh, 
I do have respect for him in the sense that he's starting to pull everything together yeah. and uh, he's starting to uh, come back from just yeah. kind of a tough start. Yeah, you know, I've not been a big Tom Brady fan either, but he's he's away from Bell Belichick for the first mm-hmm. time in his career, and so far through seven games, he's thriving. And he right now he's yeah. probably the MVP favorite in the NFC, in, in the NFL, or at least one of them. So yep. he's thriving. All right, so we both got Tampa Bay. Not surprisingly. Um, our game of the week is Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Second straight week, Pittsburgh is in our game of the week. They went it lived up to its billing last week yeah. at Tennessee. It did. It lived up to it. Really good game. Pittsburgh undefeated six and zero at Baltimore. Even though Baltimore is five and one, their offense hasn't really found its rhythm like they had last year. Yeah. Last year, Lamar Jackson was the MVP, and he was just such a threat. Not just on the ground, which you expect. But throwing the football too, he really was rounding in the form. This year, he's not throwing the football like he did last year. The offense has not clicked like it did last year. Yeah. But their defense is still good enough to be, you know, where they're at. They only lost to the Kansas City at home, but so they're still a threat. And they're, I'm surprised that they're a four-point favorite in this game. Yeah. Over undefeated Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, Baltimore is actually a bigger favorite over Pittsburgh than Seattle is at home over San Francisco. So really? that's a little bit, a little bit strange. So kind of I, I'm going Pittsburgh, and I guess yeah. it's going to look like an upset with the line, but I got to go Pittsburgh. I think um, find, grinding out that win last week at Tennessee, 27-24, sometimes teams just kind of find a way to win, and that's mm-hmm. what they're doing right now. Ben Roethlisberger is not having – he's having a good season. He's not having a great fantasy-type season, but he's having an efficient season. Um, he's got a lot of weapons, Deontay Johnson, Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, James Conner, the solid running back. The Pittsburgh defense looks really good as well. So, I got to, again, it looks like it might be an upset for the line, but I got to go Pittsburgh to stay undefeated. I think Pittsburgh will still stay undefeated. I mean, I'm sure they might lose at some point, but I don't know. I just feel like they really are clicking, and I understand that Baltimore is too, but I agree. I think that I still think that they're going to do phenomenal, and I hope to actually see them win. Going through seven weeks. Unless you put kind of unless you put Kansas City in kind of a different category because they are the defending Super Bowl champions, yeah. they they're six and one. They still look really really good. Yeah. And but so far the teams I've watched this year, Pittsburgh looks like the best team in the NFL to me mm-hmm. right now. They look like the best team. So yeah. um, again, that can change. Um, Kansas City I think is still a favorite, and if they yeah. play the playoffs, Kansas City may be the pick. Yeah. But right now, as we stand here in Week Eight, I think Pittsburgh is the best team in the NFL. They just look solid right now. Yeah, both sides of the they ball. They look really solid. Both yeah. sides of the ball. And Baltimore, to me, just they just have not found that mojo they had last year in offense, yeah. offensively that made Lamar Jackson the MVP. And I think Pittsburgh gets done on the road. So that's our picks. Let's know what you think of them. Hashtag talking with friends. I'm on a three-game winning streak, but this week, actually, there's one more game we have not picked. Oh, really? And I just I forgot about it. I don't know how I forgot about it. I have no idea how I forgot about that game. <laughs> but I did somehow. Oh, I'm sure the I know Sunday why you forgot game, about it. The Sunday night game is Dallas and Philadelphia. I know you're already you're picking the Eagles, I get it, you already told me that. Yep. I guys, I can't pick against here's the thing. I I'm a homer for the Cowboys, this is true. But it's not it's not to the point to where I can't pick against the Cowboys. I can. If they were playing a team like in fact next week they play Pittsburgh I can almost guarantee you I'm picking that game. I can pick against the Cowboys. I can't pick the Eagles, though. When you have a rivalry like this that you just, even though the Eagles are a nine-point favorite, which is not a lot because yeah. how Dallas is playing. It's not a lot. 
I think that kind of respects the rivalry a little bit. But um, there's really no football reason to pick Dallas right now. There's none. There isn't. I mean, Andy Dalton is going to be most likely. He's not been ruled out yet. He's most likely going to be out. So third string quarterback of the Cowboys is going to be starting Ben DiNucci from James Madison. He's a seventh round pick. He is a, He looked pretty decent um, in the spot time he, he played last Sunday. But starting on the road, his first career start in a in an environment like Philadelphia on your rivalry. And, and this game is for the NFC's lead, believe it or not. That's how bad the NFC is. The Cowboys still, if they win Sunday night, they're back in first place in the NFC. So they still have something to play for. Yeah. But I'm interested in seeing Benanucci play. I don't know how he will do. No. But it's uh, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a funny story. Benanucci actually knew head coach Mike McCarthy um, before this. So Mike Ben, Denu- ben Denucci's eighth grade basketball coach was Mike McCarthy's brother. No, no. Yeah. So that's that's a really cool backstory there. Uh, but and maybe that's the funnest backstory we have until the game starts. Yeah. But uh, but that is a cool backstory. Uh, I mean, I'm interested to see how he does. I don't think he can look much worse than what. You know what it was last week. That's true. But you know there was an undrafted free agent that played for the Cowboys that got a got a start a few years ago on Sunday Night Football. His first career start. Um, he goes by the name of Tony Romo, yep. uh, and that turned out pretty good for the Cowboys. You know, passing records, four Pro Bowls. I'm not saying Ben DiNucci is going to beat Tony Romo, but there is a president for it. There, there is presidents. There's for something it. there. So we all we can do is hope. We can just hope that. So. My son Maddie thinks he will be the next Romo, possibly. So nice. we'll see. No. You never know. You it's gonna be know. fun. We'll see. That's something to do. I coming down with the Cowboys. I can't pick the Eagles. I won't. I I can't pick against the Cowboys. I can't do that. <laughs> but I can't pick the Eagles. So I'm going with the Cowboys. Maybe that gets you back in the winning column next. Maybe that get, comes out of that game, and maybe that costs me. Maybe it does. But believe me, I'd rather lose to you than pick the Eagles. I know, right? So I so that's that's where I'm at on that. <laughs> that's why I can't pick the Eagles. Really, and, and I'll tell you why, it's been this way for, for quite a while. Me and my dad actually got had tickets um, in just a few years ago to watch the Cowboys play the Eagles in Dallas. And it was for the NFC East Division Championship. And, I mean, it was a really in, in, intense atmosphere. You could not beat the atmosphere. We agree it's probably the best atmosphere we've ever been at for, for a football game, or any sporting event probably. Um, Cowboys won that game 24 nothing with Tony Romo. Different team then than it is now. Yes. But, <laughs> but the Cowboys won that. It was for the title. Um, Cowboys finished 11-5 that year. Won that beating the Eagles very next week in the playoffs as well, 34-14. to Yes. Um, so Cowboys really, really good that year. This year it's not the same team, obviously. Not the same quarterback. Not the same or anything. Hmm. But, uh, but hey, there is there's that. So we did that. That satisfied me there for a while. I got, got to hold on to that. Cowboys... Um, yeah, they can beat the Eagles. They 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 can beat them, but Sunday nights are gonna have a kind of a long long road to home. But uh, we we can at least hope. Us Cowboy fans can hope. Yeah. So, all right. So we're moving on. Oh, that's our football pick. So finally, that is that is it. We got all the games in. <laughs> I maybe intentional or not forgot the Cowboys Eagles game. I think you intentionally forgot. We got it in there though. It's in there. It's in there. It's it on the record. In there. It's on the record. So, now, my favorite part of our podcast each week, Morgan's going to show her, share her devotion with us. Uh, she told me a little bit about what it's about. I'm excited to hear it. Oh, it blesses yet. Um, Morgan, take it away. Yeah. I really, really hope that this will 
plant a seed inside you and plant a seed inside your spirit once you hear this because especially going into the weekend and then going into the next week I personally think that this was a devotional I mean they all speak to me in some way but this one I 100% relates to me and how I feel and I'm sure it's going to relate to so many people out there um, once again Get all my devotionals from a podcast called Big Life Podcast. Always got to pu uh, put that out there. But really great, amazing podcast. So if you ever need anything, I would recommend going and listening to it. But today's devotion was is called, What Are You Growing? You are growing something in your life. What is it? Are you growing negative? Are you growing tired? Are you growing stressed? And as a personally, as a college student, all three of those really do hardcore relate to me a little bit just because it's a very stressful time. And especially in 2020, it definitely does relate to a lot of college students, but I know it relates to so many more people out there in the world today because it is a very stressful time. You're growing tired, you're growing stressed, you're growing negative, you're growing weary. But just like a crop in a field, you are growing something and if you want to change the crop that you are harvesting then you gotta change the seed you're planting you can feel weary but you don't have to grow weary stop paying so much attention to how you feel these feelings will seep into every thought and then go into your spirit and then you grow weary your feelings and emotions can really have a huge impact on your life and on your spirit and on your motivation and how you want to live your life so don't let that grow into your spirit don't let that grow into your soul and into your heart just you can feel it don't get me wrong like trust me you can always feel it and there's nothing wrong with that that's human nature but just don't let that don't let that seed grow don't let that be planted into your thought process don't let that be planted into your life if you're growing weary then it will multiply in your life and you won't want to do anything anymore you will start to give up well I'll tell you this much don't let it don't let it grow do not give up Isaiah 40 31 that's our verse today those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eight like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will they will walk and not be faint allow God to guide your life so when you are so let's say that you have the hope in the Lord. This part is you are allowing God to guide your life and you are trusting that he will show you the path. Don't lose hope in the Lord. Don't do it. And then um, the part where it's like they will run and not, or they will run and not grow weary. You will run. And this means you still have to work you still work to what you want to do God cannot do the work for you you can still have hope in him but he cannot 
He can't run the race for you. He can't. You still have to show up and do what you need to do. And then the part where it says, He will, re uh, in the Lord, will renew their strength. Then God will protect you from growing weary, and He will renew your strength. He will make sure that if you are giving everything that you have to something or to doing something like every single step of the way, you are continually renewing your strength and you will grow stronger and stronger and stronger. Whether it's in your faith, whether it's physically, whether it's mentally, you will be growing stronger. Make sure though that you are being aware of what you're growing. Because like I said earlier, feelings can get in your way. They really can. Personally, I know that with having surgery and with having being so far away from my family, getting ready and preparing to go to law school after this, whole nine yards, it's really hardcore taking a toll on me. It's taken a toll on my family and I know that it has, but I let it grow for a little bit. And now... I'm starting to not let it grow. I'm starting to like, whew, it's like a weed in my garden. Just hack it out, pull it out. Whatever you got to do, that's what you need to do. You just need to pull it out of your garden and you say, nope, not today. We're not letting this happen. And then you need to grow a new crop that you can be proud of. So start growing positivity in yourself. In yourself. Start growing um, just your faith. Start growing stronger. Start growing something that you can physically be proud of. And just let that continue to grow. Because that is the best thing that you can do. And that personally has helped me in my life. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that probably do need to do that as well. And there's nothing to be ashamed of with that. Please don't ever feel like that's something to be ashamed of. I'm not saying that you do, but it's true. Don't let those weeds continue to grow in your garden or in your field. Don't let that don't let that negative crop grow. Be a farmer and be a farmer that is proud of what they are growing in your life. And that's all that we need to do in order to continually have a good and healthy happy life. Yeah, that's very good, and and really growing, let let stuff grow in our life. It's that's a really good example because something is growing. Mm -hmm. We got something growing, whether you uh, follow Christ closely, not as closely, you're growing something. So it's either of Christ, of your faith, or it's of the world, and and that's where I think we get in trouble. What are we What are we feeding ourselves? What are we yes. What are we planting? What are we What What are we doing? That's a really good example because we're going to be something is growing in there, and it's. Mm -hmm. If it's not of God, then it's going to be, then it's of the world. It's, it can't be both. It's nope. got to be one or the other. Yep. And and that's where we have to stay close to God, especially during these times, as you said. Um, a lot of uncertainty with you, um, and, I, and I get it. And and that's, uh, but as long as you, you know, stay strong in your faith, uh, um, continue to grow yourself in God, grow your faith, mm -hmm. and continue to feed that aspect of it, then, you know, you're going to get through everything because, in the Bible, Jesus didn't promise us that we wouldn't go through any storms. Yeah. He just promised he'd walk through us with them. So yes. as long as we're on earth, we're going to go through some storms. We're going to go through some anxieties. We're going to go through some, some trials. But he's going to be with us the entire time if we continue to grow, yes. um, grow in him. So 
Very good, Morgan. Thank very, you. very good. So, again, home events. Next home event is Monday night. Women's basketball home at 6 p.m. Central Christian. Um, volleyball is home next Thursday. They start back again next Thursday at home against Tabor, 7 p.m. You don't want to miss that. Or senior night the next Saturday, 6 p.m. against Avila University. Hope to see everybody there. That's going to be a lot of fun for that. I'm so glad that got back on the schedule for senior night. Um, not only for Morgan, but for everybody, the whole team. But for Morgan, for, for sure. Hey. For, yeah, for, for, for me, for <laughs> Might sure. Might not be able to fully play in it or actually physically play in it, but I do like to play in the part of it. It's not a lot of physically fun. play, but not you're going to be a part play. of it. So. I'm a part of it, though. Morgan's making her, Morgan is actually making her commentary debut on Thursday night, too. So that's another thing to watch out for. Yes. To watch the game. Morgan's going to be broadcasting the game. So I'm excited to hear that. I want to see how I'm it goes. I'm a little nervous, not going to lie. Yeah, I'm going to see how that goes. She'll also be doing singer night in all of our home volleyball matches, actually. Yes. So it's going to be I fun. Guess. She's going to get honored before the game and then get to commentate after it. So Fun times. It's going to be fun. So fun she's going to be active, not just actually <laughs> playing, but she's going to be active for it. So, and again, next Friday night as well, men's basketball, women's basketball home against Southwestern, 6 and 8. Soccer home against Ottawa University. Men go up 5, women at 7.30. Busy week, but it's a good kind of busy for us. Um, we'll be back, kind of like to get back in the swing of things. It's going to be fun. Again, tomorrow, Halloween. No. Yes. Are you trick-or-treating at all? Yep. No. Instead, I'm literally going to have my best friend, Tiffany, over, and we're going to watch all Disney Halloween movies because we're not scary Halloween movie watchers. We are literally the Disney Halloween movie watchers. So that's like Ichabod Rod. And yeah. Mr. Toad, The yeah. Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like those types of movies. And then, yeah, like, all, like there's like another one. It's called The Scream Team. It's pretty yeah. cute. But, and then obviously, the main one that you have to watch every single Halloween Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Yeah. You have to watch Hocus Pocus. I'm sorry. If you have not seen Hocus Pocus, you have to go watch it. It's such a great yeah. movie. My wife has to Such watch it every a great year, movie. too. She watches it every year, too. In fact, we'll probably uh, watch it either tonight or tomorrow. So, no. Um, such a We great have one. to. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Those movies are funny. Now, some of the horror movies and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't get into either. Nope. Mm-mm. But I'm not a horror movie watcher. Um, I don't get into either. But those, those are kind of fun movies. Like, I so. can't even watch, like, Chucky. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Gremlins are kind of, like, on the edge. So, I'm like, Gremlins is, like, the furthest I will go. (laughs) I was into that as a kid, believe it or not. As a kid, I I was. I had all the figures. I had all the stuff. But I get you. That's that's kind of borderline now. Yeah, I was like, that's um, kind of borderline for me. It is. It is. But I actually was kind of into that, I'll admit. And I understand it's really not that scary of a movie at all by any means. But it's still, like, okay... It, it felt scary uh, to me a little bit as a kid, but not really. Uh, I had all the toys, all the figures. It was actually, I actually kind of enjoyed it. But, yeah, to be totally honest, I kind of did enjoy that. But, yeah. Um, no so, chainsaw massacre. No chainsaw, none of that. None of I've never done that. I'm, no. no. We're, not, we're not getting into that. No. no. That's that's That's, that's too, too too far. Like yeah. That's like over the edge too far. I'm like, nope. Yeah, that would give everybody nightmares. Though. Yeah, that's not good. No. No, we're not. We're out on that. Not doing that. So, um. Again, we appreciate you joining us today. We are so glad to be back on campus um, to go live with our podcast. We're going back again next week. Stay tuned for the timing of it because we've talked about it a couple times. We have a busy day Friday uh, with basketball and soccer. Mm-hmm. So we may actually go a little bit earlier on Friday or even on Thursday potentially. So we'll, we'll get together on that and we'll let you know exactly when we're going to be on the air. And then again, you can listen to that live whenever we go on there. We'll let you know. 
And you can also download and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. So if you haven't done so already, please subscribe and help us out on that end. It don't cost you anything, but it helps us with the subscriptions that we get and the follows on Spotify. Yes. So we want you to listen to that as well on there. So make sure you check us out there. Yes. All right. Morgan, I think it's your turn to pray it us out. It is my turn. I believe. So yes, it is. You want to take off with it? Here we go. Uh, dear Lord, thank you for this wonderful and beautiful day here, uh, not only in Kansas, but in multiple other places uh, right at this moment in time. Thank you for everything that you do in our lives and just all the blessings that you have given us. I please pray for baby Bennett and his health and making sure that him and his family stay strong throughout this whole entire process. I know that they're struggling right now, but we need to stay strong for them. Like Mr. Levi said last time, it takes a village. So please just hope and pray that he continues to get better and continues to heal. Please, Lord, help us all continue in healing in our struggles and help us to grow in you and in our faiths so that we can stay strong and that you can renew our strength every single day of our lives and that we can all find the strength and the courage to continue to move on in our lives and continue to go through the challenges and the struggles that we are facing right now, especially right now in 2020. And I pray that we hope and I pray that we get through all of these uncertainties and uncertain times that all of us are facing right now. And in your name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Morgan. We're, again, we're excited you joined us today. Glad to be back on campus. Uh, we hope you have a great weekend. We want to see you in the Garvey Center Monday night. Again, purchase tickets online exclusively at friendsathletics.com or download our Friends Falcon Super Fan U app. Tip off is at 6 p.m. That's our next home game. Again, have a great weekend, great Halloween, and we will talk to you next Friday. Be safe if you're trick-or-treating. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely definitely something to note. So, anyway, have a great weekend.